What is up, everybody? What is going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. And I've got audio playing in the background. What is happening? Anyway, my name is Chana. <laughs> With me, as always, we've got Michael, Joe, and Aaron. Oh, yes. What is going on, fellas? What's, What's up? What's L- up? LFG. Good yeah. day. Uh, no spoilers that? for anybody who hasn't watched, but... No. Yeah. <laughs> LFG. No, no L... Yeah. Left foot gang? Is that yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Left foot gang. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh miss you guys in the stream uh, uh last week i um i watched it though so it's a great great discussion great discussion loved it the intro you, was man. hilarious <laughs> Dude, we, we need you for the intros they put me up to it because they don't want to no like, hey do you want to do it i'm like no not really and they're like you're the new guy you've got to do it <laughs> hey That's new hilarious. kid <laughs> <up to> you. <laughs> uh, amazing yeah Sorry, I'm responding to somebody here in the comments asking about the Clipped Cinema 800, which oh, I do yeah. have in for review. I'm starting to review that. And he's asking, he ordered the 600 for the kids' room for his birthday. Will he love it? And I said, I don't know. You know, sometimes it's different. <laughs> like down the, you know, you have the entire line and one might be great and one's not so good. So it's really hard to say. Um, I mean, what do you think like their thinking is? They're like, okay, we made this awesome one but it's too expensive. Let's try to make some cheaper ones. And it's like, is that how it goes? Is it try to like trickle down the, the technology to make it to a $200 package at some point. You, you know, know, I think it's probably just one of those things where you always want to give options mm-hmm. and maybe it wasn't that much more to, you know, make just make nice. a smaller one with less drivers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Use up all the stock that you have. I don't know. I have no idea. Border All right, I messed up, man. That's rough. Border run. Oh. <laughs> hey, look at what Angela is saying right here on the sing cell. On the sing yeah, whatever. Cell, What's that? <laughs> oh, oh, oh that weird. You, that little yeah, alien. That way, you can, can run around in circles and still hear us, man. Yeah, I gotta there send go. it back today. I gotta oh, pack yeah. it up and send it back. Ah, uh, you'll be all right. Yeah, we're not letting you keep it. No, I it? want two of those things. So I'm trying oh, to be stereo? nice. Stereo, it can always yeah. get lost. You yeah, want two stereo or two. aliens. Be. <laughs> I can always get lost. Two or three, I gotta send. I, I sent might it actually out. get to send to sent to Aaron or what? All, all you need is the FedEx guy to just scan it from your house and then just have him leave. Oh, <laughs> right, that's right? A good idea. <laughs> that's the only thing. There you go. <laughs> Angela said, "No, I want to keep." It. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we were fighting over it. There, you do it. You do it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I wasn't One even at time. that time. <laughs> yeah. So, what do we got going on today? How are you guys doing, by the way? Everybody good? Everybody healthy? Good. All good yeah. here. All yeah. good yeah. here. Glad to be done with car repairs, man. Oh, oh yeah. Help yeah. my daughter. Yeah, my daughter had a um, CB axle mm-hmm. that had basically the boot started leaking, so we just replaced the whole axle and. That was a fun job, but fortunately, I got a friend that knows a lot more about it than I was. And I was just more like, "All right, what tool do you need?" And he's grabbing, and I'm holding, and so well, we knocked it out in about two hours, so that wasn't too bad. What do we all have for uh, for shirts today? Because Aaron, for some reason, I you know you're wearing a plain shirt today. I'm just wearing a plain shirt, man. What is Sorry. going on? Is everything? Sorry. That's what I'm saying. Are you okay? Everything cool? Oh, I'm is feeling kind of bad. Patrick's day yeah. or what? What's going yeah, on? No, I'm feeling kind of bad. Yeah, are you are you, are you uh, still on vacation time? Yes, sure. I'm gonna go with that. That's what that's my excuse. Yes. Let me I see feel what you like got. I disappointed you guys. Hold on. Let me find something around here. Chana, what do you got? Let me see. 
Chana's wearing. Oh yeah, he shows on Megatron. There you go. Oh, I, I think say I hello to my little right. friend. Say hello to my little right one. <laughs> All right, a little right. throwback, little eighties T throwback. Nice. And Michael, what do you got there? Looks like it says Ace. It says faith over fear. All right. There we go. There we go. I just got this one in. Angela made this for me. Thought you guys might like it. Anti anti measure measure club. <laughs> what does it have anything on the back of it? No, just this, just this. But uh yeah, okay. you can uh you can get it on uh on my channel. If you click on one of my videos, it has like that thing below it. Yeah, the teaser. That'll allow you to buy it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, nice. just a fun little thing. You know. Yeah, trying uh, to start wars online. Yes, no, RJ. <laughs> just kidding. Soundwave. It's funny. Soundwaves. Pew, pew. Soundwave. Oh, short guys Soundwave. wear anti measurement shirt. <laughs> 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 That's a good there one, Coach. There it is. Croson, man, what's up with the you get he loves playing with that little avatar, dude. I know he's always, he's always looking different on there. He's yeah. OCD. He's, he went from looking from like uh, avatar. he looked like Gandalf before, and now I don't know what he's looking like right there. What is that? That's right, dude. That's awesome. Let's see. All right, here it goes. So James asked Joe are you using Oro 9.1. And I had to actually defer always to Chana because I'm like, hey, man, I just set up uh, the Voice of God channel. So here's what I did. I went from the, the NAD T778, moved over to the Denon X4700H. Mm-hmm. And so I set up Oro. But I'm also using Dirac using a mini DSP, like 8-channel DDRC88A. So I'm using Dirac on the main channels to kind of make that all sound good. And then for the height channels, I have five height channels, two front, two back, and one center. And Odyssey is taking care of that. So if I had it my way, I'd want Dirac to take care of all of it, but can't do that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, all that's good. I just noticed that um, when I play native Oro stuff, that when I click that info button, it'll say that all of the channels are working except for my rear surrounds. And I asked Sean, like, what's up with that? Like, did I, what's going on with that? And then you told me. Yeah, well, that, that receiver, the 4700H, is um, only processes 11 channels, right? And so the way Wilfred um, designed it, it's going to be five ear level, four height, one uh, top layer, right? So total of 10. So gotcha. 10.1 Oro is, is like the quote unquote ideal. Mm-hmm. He didn't really like the surround backs. And if you go to 11, that adds the center height. And then from there, you can add surround backs, which means 13. So now you need a, an AVR that can process 13 channels. So it, it wasn't a limitation. Uh, it's a limitation of that receiver yeah, the because it only processed 11. Right. Makes sense. Darn. Another thing. I thought I had it all set up. But um, yeah, yeah. get the big boy. I had my uh, my mom and my sister come over, and they had I was playing some demos for them, like the tractor one and all that. And we're just playing music. And my sister, she's a musician, so she was just like, "Man, these whatever these height channels are doing, I like that." You know, she's she straight up said like, you know, I was showing her demos of on and off stereo versus Oro. She's like, "Man, it really sounds better. Sounds better." Yeah. Um, 
you know, my brother was here because last week, uh, you know, I, you, I had a staycation because yeah. uh, this last Saturday that just happened starts 10 weeks in a row of weddings and trade shows and stuff like that. So I had to take the week off and he was here. And so uh, the last night he was here, I reran Odyssey to get everything up to date. And um, and then I went through a bunch of demos on off. We were just listening to the Heights. Admos, just listen to the Heights, Oral Upmix, and then um, Oral 3D content, you know, standard Admos stuff. And he was just like, and he's not really a crazy like sound person or whatever, but he's like, this Oral sounds better. That's, that's, that was, that was basically it. Huh. I'm like, so you can hear the difference. And he's like, oh yeah, it sounds better. So, yeah. 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 Hey, uh, Aaron, I'll, I'll sell you my X4700H. Huh. Uh, that's all right. I've got, I've got, I'm good. He's good. He's got something. Oh, got, I don't have oh, anything. I just, I don't know what I would do with it. I, I just, just, he doesn't use this home theater, man. Hardly. That's oh, maybe, maybe you will now. Oh, upgrade from the 5.1, man. You got me. Well, that's, you, you know, Dolby Pro Logic. It has, it has uh, pre outs. It has pre outs. So you could just yeah. hook up your external your amplification. Yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to sell you stuff right here on the podcast. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> what are you drinking there, by the way? Oh, this is uh, from the Soda Stream. It's like moonshine. Um, it looks like moonshine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, they have like a Red Bull one. Oh, it's, called, it's interesting. Like an energy drink one, but yeah, that's a lot of energy drink. Know. Yeah, you're all jacked up on Mountain Dew chip. Got to do. I, um, I actually just placed my order for a new AV receiver. So. Which one? Um, like new Yamaha, gonna, right? New Yamaha. Yeah, this or Sony. Yama. Sony? Sony? The, the Don'ty? Sony. The Sony. Oh, oh, that would this. be the Yessie. The don't Don't. Don't buy a Sony. Yessie. <laughs> um, funny thing, like, when I was talking to the rep at Sony, like, two, three years ago, they've had that SRDN1080 for years, and the thing has not dropped in price. It's really ridiculous, and they have not come out with a replacement. And it was only seven channel. And I was like, well, where, what about your nine channels? Dude, they're like first nine channel ones, like I don't know, almost $2,000. It's like ridiculously expensive. Um, I, I know which one. Hold on. I think you got this one. All right. What this is it? It's the one you got? Yes. Yes. Woo! That's the one. That is the, the one. The pile. pile. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Woo! That thing looks that's legit. That's a pile of poop. Oh, that's why they call it that. Pile of duty. No, I got the um, I ordered the um, audio control concert XR6, which is uh, I don't even know why they they add powered channels to it, but they got seven powered channels, but it processes 15 channels. So, um, I'm just going to use it as a front end, and I get uh, Atmos, DTSX, IMAX enhanced, and Oro 3D, and the most important, Joe. What mm. is it? What's the most direct. important? Direct. Yeah. Yeah. Direct. Direct live with base management. It comes with it. So I don't have to pay the extra hundred bucks for that. So that's nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. And I still have the Denon X6700H. So I'll have that hooked up here. So I'll have two Oro 3D systems. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Two Oro 3D systems. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's like... Um, Soundstage on soundstage or, or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's two well, different two rooms. Different rooms. Yeah. Two different rooms. Oh, man, it's not as cool when they're two different rooms. Oh, yeah, the same yeah. room, dude. I don't want that. Put your heights on top of your heights. 
Yeah, heights on heights on heights. Heights on heights. <laughs> uh, what's MSRP? MSRP is like uh, $4,600 or something like that. But, you know, I work with Dream Media, so I got I got a huge discount. So, um, That's nice to use to say, too, because a lot of folks, they don't really say when they get a discount. It's like, uh, it matters, too, right? Oh, that, dude, I, it absolutely does. I sold off that um, Marantz SR7015 real quick. <laughs> as, soon as, I, <laughs> as soon as I found the price, I was just like, oh, I'm getting rid of this thing. This thing's got to go. Gotta so, sell some stuff. Uh, yeah, so out of pocket, I was only paying like 500 bucks. So <laughs> I was pretty stoked. Yeah, that's a even know? man deal. That's just shipping right there. Yep. Sweet, man. Pretty much. Pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to try that. It's, it's, it's a little bit on back order, so I won't be here for like four to six weeks or whatever, but you know. I got time. There's other stuff coming. I contacted Raphael from Zapedi. He is the operations manager. I'm like, hey, uh, I didn't hear back about the uh, Ravion X200. Um, any other news? And they're like, oh, they just came in today, so we'll start shipping them out in the next two days. And I was like, oh, nice. fantastic. So that's on its way. Um, so people are already in Facebook groups excited to hear what I'm going to have to say about it. I'm like, yeah, I haven't even got it yet. <laughs> just chill out. I'm excited <laughs> for you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I might be able to replace my Oppo 203. <gasps> Oh, dude, I could sell that thing. Hold on. No, 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 no. Uh, bring that back. As soon as you said that, that's where I was at. What do you what you want out of it? No, don't sell it to me because I want it way cheaper than what you could get for it. There's no telling what people are paying for that thing now. Oh, let's, yeah, we're, we're, uh, uh, let's, let's, I mean, it's, it's well over a thousand. It's got to be. Let's easily. share my screen. Let's go to, um, Oppo, Oppo UD PP203. 1100 is about it now. 1100. Oh, 900 14. is that 14 is that's open too well go, go up like, to that's not go brand new inbox top. go up to the top hit advanced top right <laughs> top right ike is like wait i'll buy that techno dad go to completed oh. listings oh this is what it's being and then yeah search. and then search yeah this is what i always do because it doesn't matter what people are selling for so there you go region region free. Free. Right, damn two grand look at that region that, free that brand, oh that's new. a region free one Region free, brand new, two grand. That's crazy. Brand new. Look, oh, yeah. so what you need to do is buy that $10 region free unlock and this then turn here? around and sell it for like, yeah, <laughs> buy for 10 bucks <laughs> and then increase your, your margins by like three or $400. Yeah, look at that. Look, new other player tested, used mint, $1,700. Wow. That's crazy. I, I, I like 12 of them when they went out of business. I know it, man. Right. Oh, well. Oh, well. Ike, that's hilarious, man. He's like, no, sell it to me. This just goes to show how in demand that is because yeah. I was talking like, hey, I'm going to sell this uh, 4700H kind of, you know, just joking. But I think they did the same. Crickets. And then you talk about this Oppo and everybody's like, oh, me. Hold on, <laughs> not, I'll buy it. Not, not quite yeah. the same thing, but like even with the um, the harmonies, you know, I think people are, you know, scraping them up, buying them all and then flipping them on eBay. So, but not like that. Well, those Oppos have been out of stock for at least two years now, yes. right? Yeah. Probably like three, maybe probably not four, but probably three. If I had something like that, I mean, it's been a while. And when they went out, man, it was just immediately prices just skyrocketed. Because I, mm -hmm. I remember I was actually looking at getting one and I thought, no. But what's interesting to me is I'm surprised that they haven't fallen back down because they're still floating around the same numbers that I've seen for the past few years. Yeah. And I so say that because I thought the Panasonics would eventually kind of take its place. You know, but it doesn't but, really seem like you know, it's really doing that. What's funny is that like the Oppo 205 has those um, dual 
eight channel um, ESS Saber decks and 9038 decks. And those decks have 140 dB of dynamic range. Now, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I can't hear the difference between DAX, right? Like, I'm not, mm-hmm. obviously, right. you know, but you look at the, the closest competitor is that, um, the one you're talking about, right? The UB9000. Mm-hmm. And that thing comes in at 124 dB of dynamic range, I think. I mean, that, that, and that's sure. plenty. It should be, right? Yeah. But yeah. man, do I want, do I need that 140? <laughs> I don't know, but it's that Oppo 205 just sold for 3850. Jeez. Wow. Used. And when they came out, they were what, like a grand, thirteen. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, the one thing I know the Oppo had that I really liked was it had uh, XLR stereo outputs. The right. two hundred five did, and the one hundred five as well. Uh, right. But I'm looking at the Panasonic, and it doesn't look like it has that kind of thing built in. Yeah, it. no, the Panasonic UB nine thousand does. Yeah, I had that in for review. I think uh, Eli bought it. Bought oh yeah, it. no, you're right. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Okay, they were just in different spots on the board. They were separated, right. so I thought maybe there were several for outs, but never mind. Yeah, I'm just that's, that's very interesting. I mean, I would love to have an Oppo just because of the name behind it, and you know, you're getting a good product. But I don't know. I could never see paying that much money for something that, yeah. that isn't made something anymore. Like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's not supported at all. So, right, tough one. Dean is asking is he talking about the Ravion. Ravon, yeah. Um, I was. Um, hopefully, I'll get in the next couple of days. I'm hoping it gets here this week, so I got something new to play with. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. They're supposed to send one. Uh, The X200, which is like the equivalent to the 205, where it has those XLR outputs. Um, and I know from like talking to Raphael from Zapedi, like even their Zapedi player, they they love the Oppo player, so they kind of like want to make things look like it. (laughs) <laughs> to like yep. pay pay homage to it or something like that. So yeah, homage, homage. Yeah, it's not homage. <laughs> yeah, I've never not I've homage. never used that one. It's, it's not ripping it off. Yeah, I yes. like that. Scalaneo, man. Just want to say thanks or not thanks, but congratulations. Nineteen years of marriage. That's pretty awesome, dude. Scalaneo, Scalaneo. Nobody. Scalaneo Figaro. Magnifico. Oh, it went south quick, guys. I got this thing in. Whatever. I just got this thing in like 30 minutes ago. What is oh, this? Minku. Nice. Yeah, Ooh, this is laser? a new. Yeah, yeah. U- ultra short throw laser projector, the 70 V 7050i. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this should be interesting. I'll, I'm using a BenQ, a few BenQ projectors, and I like them all. I was looking just because the colors always look good out of the box, and so I've been excited. What? Are, oh, they're using some what caps. Is, that's what, yeah. Interesting. Well, so yeah, I'm getting that one, Joe. I was looking at it today because mine's coming, I think, on Thursday. Oh, you got one too? Yeah, they reached out to me. Nice. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think maybe, tried, what, 3,500, something like that? Yeah, I tried to find it online. I haven't asked them yet, but yeah. So interesting stuff. Really, really cool. Yeah. Definitely. Got, definitely I'm excited to, to try it out. Uh, I even got a new pr- um, screen for the living room because, you know, it's a, you're supposed to use like a C. What do they call it now? Not ALR. It's a C- CLR. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I've never heard of that. I don't know if it's like ceiling light rejection. Oh. oh. Yeah. It's weird. Huh. It's weird. Corner um, light rejection. Corner. I don't know. I don't know what, exactly what Cats CLR is. Light rejection. CLR, isn't that the stuff you put in the for the sinks and stuff like that? Clean yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah, unclog that stuff. 
But yeah, I'm picking up the screen tomorrow, so we'll see. We'll have to wait and oh, see. Cool. Wow, man. Yeah. Picking up screens. Um, I don't envy you. That's got to suck. I don't want any more screens. No, no. It's not fun. <laughs> Those are huge boxes. You can't break them down. Like the box itself is just seriously like, all right, here's a 10 foot box. You definitely can't ship it back to the company, man. It takes you like two hours to put that thing together. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm not putting it back together. Like, yeah. That's then a, you got to, you got to take it out. Calcium lime rust. CLR. There it is. There you go. I'm going to have to look that up. CLR screen. I need to know these things for the review. Yeah, that's you the thing do. is like you, you review these things. Like you have to do research. Pretend like you know what you're talking about Feeling during the video. Light. Like as if you as if you've known yeah right, right. Let's, like you're an expert on it you've known about it your whole life so this is a clr screen it stands for ceiling light rejecting material yeah uh, i've heard of that before yeah that. yeah they were they were yeah. a big deal back in the day i mean they're they're kind of getting phased out now but you know it's a good thing CLR, you're catching up. bmr bmx and bmx what else <laughs> what else we got going BMX. on today any 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 questions? Um, R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Let's see. Any questions here? Um, there was the a chat. question from Brian. Yeah. Let's, Brian let's R. asked me. Oops. That's my response. Where is it? Hey, Technodad. I just bought some uh, Martin Logan ESLX and was wondering how much power I should give them. Um, power amp recommendations. So... I told him 150 to 250 watts each. Um, we can look up some stats to see how I got there. Uh, let's see. New tab. New tab. And Martin Logan. ESLX. Okay. Here we are. And these are the, these are them, $2,000. I still have them. I still got to like return them. <laughs> the, speaking of large boxes, they're such a pain in the ass. Like I got to go to storage, grab one box. <laughs> just oh just you can't that. even bring them all back oh my yeah That's yeah hilarious. so okay so recommended amplifier power 20 to 40 watts per channel now these are six ohm impedance right which you know and they say it's compatible with four six ohm rated amplifiers so just kind of keep that in mind um yeah they they could probably drop to four ohm um i think is what they're kind of hinting at with this with this situation here but um yeah so it says two to four hundred watts per channel. When I had it hooked up to the Parasound, yeah, they're probably rocking four hundred watts into there easily, easily, <laughs> without it, without without any hesitation. And then if you get the matching center, um, if you get the whole matching setup right, like I had, the the fronts are six ohm, the center is five ohm, and the rears are four ohm. So it's just like yeah, a hodgepodge of I don't know why, but but that's it. But yeah. Here's another uh, kind of follow-up to what we were talking about earlier. Yep. DevTech asks, so Joe, did you have to use a sub-2 out with external application for Voice of God on the 4700 like the 4500? Uh, he's talking about Aura. When you use the uh, Voice, Voice of God, God channel, you do have to use the sub-2 out, um, which doesn't – it's not a big deal to me because I can easily level match because that's all it's really doing. When you have the two sub-outs, it's not doing separate equalization uh, Odyssey is not doing separate equalization for each sub. It's just level matching them. And um, that's easy enough for me to do. So I actually just use a Y splitter. No big deal. But yeah, it's I was kind of surprised that you had to use a sub two out. I thought it would let you use just like, because I'm not using um, the power from the left. Well, 
I'm just wondering what other channels you could use other than that. The surround backs, if you yeah. want to. But yeah. like, um, I know with the Denon 6700H, I've got another set, right? I've got height three. So hmm. if I wanted to do um, the Voice of God channel, I can output uh, via height three right. Hmm. Or if I wanted to do the front height, I would use front uh, height three left. So it's kind of they're kind of locked to those channels, whether it's the RCA output or the um, binding posts on the back of the receiver, because it does have those already. Hey, so, so again, I would if I wanted to use all my speakers, I'd have to go to sixty seven hundred. Yes. What what do I get if I go eighty five hundred? Same thing. Big. Huh? And a lot of space. It'll take up a lot of space. And then you know, once you get to the sixty seven hundred and the eighty five hundred. Those are made in EDP. Japan. Those are also made in Japan. So uh, all the other ones are made wherever. But um, is it eighty five hundred, not eighty seven hundred? It's eighty five hundred. They they didn't make an eighty seven hundred. They what? make an eighty five because that's the year they introduced it. And so uh -huh. they have the, usually like same thing with like um same thing like with they, what they do with uh Marantz. They mm -hmm. have to like uh what do you call it um those higher end ones they only put out like uh, once in two three years. Oh, right. So there uh, are there some features on the 6700? Like, you know, I think the new stuff this year was like the uh, dedicated preamp modes, the yes. presets. So the 85 doesn't have those? I think the presets, I think that's when it started. They do oh. like a trickle down, you know, situation. Oh, okay. All right. I see. What is this? The HA is 13 channels. Yep. So and it's a lot. Big, it's a lot bigger. Big yeah. Look how high it is, man. It's like, yeah, it, yeah. It looks like it got stretched out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very cool. And then, oh, um, just so that people know, um, the, um, the, um, it's off the screen so you can see Aaron at least. I don't need to see me. The, the Aaron, Aaron typing stuff. Um, I, don't need to see me. I saw your comment. You said, I am Chana. <laughs> the last stream. <laughs> That's oh. hilarious. Um, I forgot what was I going to say? That. Oh, yeah. One of my viewers uh, commented that he just got a new 4700 and it has the, you know, how they had that bug with the HDMI 2.1 where you had to get this extra box? That extra box, that chip in the extra box is now in his unit. So he doesn't need that extra box. So uh, Denon and Morant's units are going to start shipping out with that fix already, already applied to it to those models and i know somebody was also asking me is denon going to come out with any new avr models in 2021 highly unlikely they're going to rock with these for another i'd say another six to eight months uh before they come out with the new line receiver just so you guys know you didn't know yeah yeah what is this eddie june hello New here, but so glad to find your channel. Been looking for an upgrade, and I'm glad I waited. Or 3D is the way to go for me. You guys convinced me. Hope it becomes mainstream. Hooah! All right. <laughs> Where's Wilfried? He totally. It's one convert. Yeah. That's funny. I was. It was like 1 a.m. I don't know. It was pretty late. I was setting up the Voice of God channel, and I just took a picture, posted a story on Instagram, and Wilfried was the first to like like it, and he messaged me like, "Hey man, you're making my day." Like, man, this guy's up on it on yeah, Instagram. Cool. That's hilarious. You know, another thing that's kind of interesting to me is like, you know, Aaron, like you're always, you know, doing these measurements, talking about like frequency response and all the other stuff that goes along with what makes a good speaker. But uh, in Floyd Tool's book, I remember reading a part where he says 
a lot of that stuff, like flaws in speakers, mm-hmm. kind of go away, or not go away, but you notice it less the more channels you have. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, I mean, that's why that makes you're sense. talking about like a single speaker, <clears> you can hear this, but once you, you start adding more, you kind of notice the, the issues less. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, I think what's interesting, kind of along the same lines, is as soon as you go from just listening to audio to watching video, I mean, how, how, I know I don't. I'm curious if anybody else really pays attention, you know, to the intricacies of their audio system. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I, I don't know how to put it in words. Do you, I guess basically, do you go from being that audiophile to not caring anymore? Cause, dude, I can watch stuff on a TV and, be completely off center and all that jazz. And I don't care because I'm, See, I'm paying I'm attention not. to the, I'm paying attention to the, to the content of the movie. So I'm not listening for, Oh, that thing didn't make the exact perfect sound. You know what oh, I'm saying? You like didn't, you, you're not paying attention to, to spark level. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I care, but it's like, I don't know. My senses are, are but between when that explosion two. happens in the movie. You're like, yeah, oh, absolutely. Did, did you hear that yeah. chocolatey bottom end. <laughs> Well, like when you hear the rumble, you're like, oh, that's cool. But it's not like I'm sitting there thinking like if there's a horn track or something in the movie, I'm not going, oh, that horn doesn't sound right. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, that kind of goes out the window, but maybe it's just me. <laughs> just like with a four daily i-fi podcast, you notice the indiv- individual flaws less. There exactly. Go. We cover, we cover oh, for each go. other. What flaws? Yeah. You know, we uh, come so- together like Voltron. I think it's partially because you don't watch a movie over and over and over. So you don't know like exactly how it's supposed to sound uh, that's right? that it's probably like, has some truth to it um but I, you know i'm the type of guy like if it doesn't sound right it'll annoy me like no I'll, I'll be the one like hold on let me pause this and then start going through the menus you know yeah. while we're trying to watch the movie hold on a second this is let me change the settings here right so, well, like if the yeah, sub I'm is like, too hot or something's pulled into the side or, or things aren't but I, what i guess i mean is like in, as far as the tonality goes it don't have to be perfect like my uh level for accuracy is is less or more tolerated, I guess, for movies because I'm paying attention to the movie, you know, not so much about the perfect sound. I like nah, this. Aaron's in the wrong audio corner. Man, there is no such thing. <laughs> I'm always in the right. <laughs> That's because he's rocking 5.1 right now. Yeah. I, think everybody, I think if everybody is honest with themselves, what they would what they would find is you sit in front of the, the movie screen and you're watching uh-huh. a movie and then you go and sit to the side. I can guarantee you the sound stage is know. the exact same. But nobody else is going to care. I don't enjoy it as much now. My the people that are with me, they yeah. Will, like I want to sit right care. in front of it, but yeah, if care. I sit to the side when me and my kid are watching a movie, I'm not going. Yeah. Oh my god, I've got to sit in the center seat. I can't enjoy this if I don't. Right. Yeah. So, right. I think that's what video does for you. I don't know, man. I triangulate. Like when I used to go to the movies, I'd be like, oh, there, there. It looks like about. Yeah, I'm, that's <laughs> you my like your, your laser. Well, you know, yeah. um, at the move. <laughs> Move. I used to have a um, a membership over there um, at the Hollywood Bowl when I lived uh, in LA, and they would call me up in January for all the summer shows, and they're like, "Hey, I got some super seats for you," and the super seats are a little bit nicer than the benches, and you know, still further away from the the what is it called the stage and the boxes, but the super seats are right in front of where the engineers mix the sound. Right. So I would always want to sit in those seats. Yeah. You know, for whatever concert was like, I, I, and I've seen a whole dude, I saw Beck like, I'm being like 10 years ago before we moved up here, but, but it was just cool, like to always hear everything in those seats 
yeah. at the Hollywood Bowl because then I was just like, oh, I'm getting the best sound. Because <laughs> I'm right. an idiot, yeah. you know. But I did see Dark Side of the Moon, Roger Waters, like box three, row five. Fantastic. You know, but, you know. Yeah, I get that. Stuff, different stuff. Like, that's you know? the front of house seat. Well, my thing is, when I go to a concert, I don't want nosebleed seats. Like, but that's what sucks about concerts because if you want a good seat at a concert, you got to pay. Yeah, you pay and a lot of part money. of the reason why I don't even go anymore is because to me the the whole purpose of me going to a concert is I want the best seats that I can get. But that gummit, man, it's like two hundred bucks for even. Yeah, yeah, just for something that you wouldn't think would be that big of a deal. Oh, it's yeah, crazy. Sure. Mm-hmm. We got Holly, Chris, super chat. Appreciate that, man. Thank All you. you get it is the last five dollars. <laughs> I'll be left in my wallet as I scrap my entire Atmos Odyssey system for Aura 3D and Dirac. Hate you all. Much love. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're doing the same things on our end too. Yeah, man. It's upgrade season over here. I'm just gonna, trying to get this TV, 83 inch TV up here is a pain in the ass. Like that's for sure. That is. I mean, sure. I'd be the first one to tell you if I did all this stuff and it didn't make too much of a difference. It'd just be like, eh, don't try not to do it. It's not mm-hmm. worth it. But um, here's a question. Would you rather have a, a system that is tonally like very, very accurate, but it's only, let's say, uh, let's just say 3.1 for the sake of argument, right? Because you need a center, right? Yeah, let's just say 3.1, tonally like very, very good. Or, or uh, immersive, like, you know, Oro setup, you know, all that, but maybe not as accurate, you know. It probably really depends on like how inaccurate. Yeah. I mean, literally, <laughs> like, I don't want to put some Sparkomatic speakers up there just for the sake of having, okay, you know, a, okay. So let's just say it like this. Let's, let's keep it fair then. So let's yeah, say, what would be the immersiveness of a 3.1? Like, out of, on a scale from one to 10, would you say it's like a, Immersiveness would be. I mean, like it's a, definitely going to be better than a soundboard. Seven, yeah, a seven. It, it depends on your room. It depends on a lot of things, though. I'll Don't say, you love okay, this? Let's give it a six or seven, seven, right? Six <laughs> or seven. So let's say the tonality of a six or seven, but you have all the other speakers. Huh? Oh, I see. Well, so the tonality is six or seven, but you have like a full atmos or whatever you like. Yeah, I think you would have, well, here's the, here's the reality. Most people's system, honestly, Mm -hmm. is probably something like that. Mm. It's not super Uber. It's not really, really super expensive, but it's a nice setup and they're getting a really great experience. So yeah, absolutely. I think you can get a great sound. You just don't want booty speakers. So yeah. seven, a six Dude. or seven, you know. That is, that is a professional industry term, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Like, I haven't heard booty that term forever. Booty. I gotta keep it clean. Gotta keep it clean, man. That's booty. I've got to swing so far on the other side, the clean. To yeah, you gotta. You gotta equalize it. You're the equalizer. <laughs> You're Denzel. I think. Hmm. What would I rather have? I mean, I'd probably go with the immersive just because just because I think that a lot of this uh, room correction stuff does equalize it a little bit more. Yeah. So even if it's not perfectly tonally correct, like which most speakers aren't, uh, I do believe that the room correction does a lot to mm-hmm. kind of help out a lot oh, with that. Yeah. yeah. So like this right here, boom, I'd take a Wilson any day over it. You know, Bose Atmos. Come on, you, I said six or seven. 
Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So it really depends. You, you went so. straight to like, you know, yeah. maybe a four, a half, two, a three. Half, or, you know what I mean? Half. Come on. That's not yeah. fair. Youth man is the anti Chano. Somebody was saying, um, what is it? Uh, da, 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 da. I believe it's real. The Aura 3D thing. When Michael changes his theater. Uh, ooh. Honestly. Then so you know. So here's yeah. part of it though. My room literally isn't set up for Oro. I could do the voice of God. The problem would be the front heights. My cabinet literally takes up all the space on that wall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my room is 19 foot deep. My cabinet is about four feet of that room. So now you're down to 14. My math sucks. 15 foot. Yeah. So 15 feet deep. So now uh, you got to focus on you while you do math. Nobody <laughs> 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 help them. It's, yeah, it's, it's not even you know flounder. So yeah, so I only have like 15 feet deep. But the hard part is unless I could just mount them to the ceiling and angle them down, there's no place on my front wall to mount those speakers. I mean, like watch this. Would it get in the way of your screen though? Um, if you did you have, have you had to put them like kind of behind it or something, I guess. I'm going to do this. I'll show. Let's I'll see. Let's it. see. Let's see what I'll we can do. Because, because to, Michael got to, a, a Mac today. Yeah, so, fine. you know, things, anything can happen. Everything is possible. He was a hardcore PC guy and now he's rocking Mac. You know what I mean? See? Yeah. Never know. Do that. I did that. out. Okay. So this is probably the best photo to show. Share. Uh, Boom. And. There it is. Okay. So that cabinet uh -oh. goes all the way up to my ceiling. Yeah. yeah. So there's no way to mount speakers to that. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to mount speakers. Well, yeah, I was about to say you could. It's wood, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, that's just going to ruin everything. Yeah. Especially so, like all the work your buddy Sean mm -hmm. you know, did. Yeah. Me. So that that's not going to work. Um, okay. So here we go. Ah, ah, so let me, I, let me show you this. What does he say? Buffering, buffering. Oh yeah, it actually has the <laughs> logos in the YouTube chat, the the little circles. Trying to. <laughs> oh, I was like, he's about to be sleeping on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> I, I care. Oh. I thought he was talking smack there. So this is the ceiling. So yeah, you can the, put a voice of God in the center. Then. Yeah, yeah. So that wouldn't be a problem, but that's basically where my you know, height speakers would have to be mounted is on that ceiling somewhere. That paint job's looking hot, by the way. Yeah, Thank it's you, looking man. legit. I had a, my brother-in-law, he's a professional painter, and he did an incredible job on my home theater. Like, he spent major time. He spent a lot of time, even just painting my doors. He used, like, a $100 gallon paint on it. You know, he just said, just buy it at my cost, which was super inexpensive. Probably, like, 20 bucks a gallon. So, all right, Michael, how high is your room? So, I have 10-foot yeah. ceilings. Oh, hey, wow. hey, you know what? That actually helps a lot. You could actually, yes. with a 10-foot ceiling, I think you could probably get away with putting something in front of your cabinet, and that would probably yeah. be 30 degrees. Mm -hmm. Oh, actually, probably. I don't know. Actually, I'd, I'd have, works at your disadvantage at that point. Yes, I don't know. Because that gets, mm, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You'd have to, you'd have to measure, I guess. Youthman is going to Debo? What's Debo? Debo. It's called Bike Punk. Yeah. Uh, Friday. 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 It's a Friday. Never, did you ever see that? that? Mm -hmm. ah. 
Sorry, no, my mama gave me that chain. It's my bike, bro. My bike, bro. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I w- I would like to see you try it, but I understand if your system yeah. isn't really yeah. set up. Um, can you get away with doing? You have to have front height, huh? Yes. You yeah. need to, you need to have the four, and then the voice of God to cap off the the bubble. Right, and I promise you, you had to do bubble. the drop down then, like drop like, down. Yeah, motorized. there you, you go. Know, the new project that would be awesome. I'm thoroughly enjoying my setup the way it is. So I mean, it's not like I'm going, man. I feel like I'm missing out. <clears throat> no, it's not good enough. Yeah, yeah well, you were rocking Nikon for camera for a while too, so you, know. <laughs> Sometimes you don't know until you move up. You know what I mean? Yeah, but but you never you've never heard my setup though. Uh, no, I know. You, you've yeah. seen an icon, and it was garbage. I have, I have, I have a feeling <laughs> his setup is all base, very little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's completely balanced, man. I always tell people, man, you should only notice your subwoofers when you turn them off. Yeah, I have a feeling if I went and checked it out, you'd turn it up so loud, yeah. <laughs> just amazingly loud. You're like, oh, like check this out. I'll, I'll give you Michael, the volume. What are you doing? I never go above like negative five. This like, is not ever. safe. Yeah. Um, here's a quick question from Pete Cap. Hey guys, I was in Costco and some of the OLED, Sony, and LG are a bit cheaper. They just have a different model number. My question is, would you buy a TV from them or go to a Best Buy or another real t- retailer? And the answer to that is it's the exact same TV. Exact same TV. You are getting a discount. And I'm not sure they do this still, but my roommate in college was all about this nonsense, right? Where he would get buy a TV from Costco. It would somehow break in like three years, and then he'd go and they would just replace it because that's what they do. They replace it, and and since they don't sell it anymore, he gets a new TV yeah, every like wow. three years. And I was just like, dude, come on, man, this is like yeah. lame. Don't do that anymore. I do but that anyway, what's that? I do that with batteries, but I mean, it legit dies. But usually, it's like the last month of the. You know, batteries, you know, exchange yeah. like batteries at Costco. Well, oh, for no, the car, car battery. Okay. Oh, I was about to say, car, man. No, no. Damn, mate, these days aren't that expensive, bro. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. It's like, wow, that's a youth man deal right there. Yeah. It's just the way it that's works. The hardcore, out. man. Yeah. I mean, you well, a lot said of times, back in the day you were broke. I didn't know you're that broke, man. <laughs> I know he's giving me ruckus. Back in the day when I first started my channel, like I would, I would buy something and kind of like review it and return it, and he's like. Not a good person, Joe. I didn't Terrible. say that. You're a I huge, said, bad human being. I yep. said I wouldn't have done that personally. <laughs> oh, hey, that was back but, uh, in the day. I, yeah, l- I lucky I don't have to do that. I'm it's glad, not a good thing. You shouldn't do it. Companies like to send us stuff now so yeah. that we can review it. And don't <laughs> yeah, have to so, do that. So, Pete, to answer your question, you're, you should feel safe buying from Costco. It's the exact same TV, <laughs> exact same features, all that kind of stuff. Actually, I believe there's a difference in the Samsung TVs. Like if you were to get the Samsung I had in, what is it? The Q90, which one? NA or whatever. Um, that one only has one HDMI 2.1 port. But if you buy the Costco version, you get four mm-hmm. HDMI 2.1 what? ports. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Well, that's, so, a, that's a different deal, right? That, that's, yeah. that's a huge yeah. deal. That is a huge deal in the best way for Costco people. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, I remember uh, that actually is funny. One of the sound bars that I first reviewed, a Vizio sound bar, I did do that thing where I bought it. You know, I wasn't really planning on keeping it. But anyway, uh, they did have it at like Best Buy in a different place. And the only difference was like one of the buttons was renamed something different. That was it. 
you know, between the two different models. So you couldn't, right. you know, I guess they don't want people directly comparing one versus the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Hella youth man battery deals. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw someone said youth man steal. <laughs> yeah, bad, man. Uh, and here's a uh, Tristan comes through with the real answer here. Brands give go. different models uh, numbers to Costco and Best Buy so they don't have the price match. Right. Across is. across the across the stores because people are always shopping, shopping, yeah. shopping. Yeah, and they're like, that's oh, not the same exact TV. Yes, even though it probably is. <laughs> uh, that is that is not true. I still have my suit. I still got that suit. Uh, no stains. No. So you guys have some questions, right? Yeah, let's answer some questions. Let's go. Why? Stains. I meant like he spilled something on his shirt. Oh. Something sure, reasonable. Sure, sure. Oh my god! Sure, sure. You guys are horrible. Here we, here we go. Here we go. I didn't do that. You said it, not me. I said it, but I meant like wine or something. You know. He doesn't drink, bro. He doesn't drink. People could have spilled it on him. Punch. <laughs> Blood when he gets into a knife fight. Blood. A knife fight at his wedding. Dude, you never know. You tags. never know. Tuck that tag in. Tuck tuck the tag in. This is <laughs> whatever, dude. Let's get out of here. He has funny. a real calculation here. He says Michael at thirty degrees are thirteen point five four five feet from sitting. Ooh, sitting thirty degrees are. What do you mean? Feet sitting rears or sitting area? So I would need to be thirteen feet from those speakers because if that's the case, mm-hmm. my room's thirteen feet. Well, you know the other thing. Oh. You're you're really close to it because I think the it's a point it's supposed to point at your ears when you're standing. So if you were to stand in your in your uh, theater, do you think that you could have them set so that it would be? It really depends on the angle your ears, of the the speaker. Are they what like forty five degrees? Most of them. I, if you get some like chanas, you can <laughs> angle them, dude. And he, and also he said that it doesn't have to be specific. Hmm. You know, thirty degrees is optimal, yeah. but um, Atmos is more like way like forty-five 55 to fifty-five is Atmos. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's see what kind of angle we got here. So yeah, I'd be interested in seeing. Uh, did you get the rest of your panels from GIK installed? I have not. I actually have one over here that I moved out of the way. I've got about eight or ten in the garage. Ten. Wow, well, there's gonna, well, there's going to be four. Think about it. There's four really thick base traps because I have no base. Oh, traps. oh. what size are these base traps? By the way, I'm curious. Six inches, so they're two foot by four foot. They're six inches thick. Two feet by four feet. Yeah, that's a standard size. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to imagine. Trap. Yeah, yeah, standard size panel, two foot by four foot. Oh, okay, and, it, and, and it's six inches thick. Oh, I see. Thick. Yeah, because I'm used so to seeing the corner those, ones. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's corner traps. So this okay. is just standard base trap. So these are going to uh-huh. go behind the screen um, because I got plenty of space back there. Because remember, that's right. four feet. Yeah, yeah. So I can put them behind the speakers. So that would, you know, prevent some of that reverberation back there. Cancellation of base frequencies, hopefully. And then I think they sent me eight in ceilings. So they're 24 inches by 24 inches. And I, th- man, I forget how thick those are. I think those are six inches as well. So I'm real interested in seeing what what the stuff behind your screen does, because I'm you know sure you get those started. like weird things, oh, those yeah. um, 
So I'm interested to see what that does. I think it, yeah. it'll make a big difference. Unfortunately, your buddy's going to have to log in and redo some of that. You do. Yeah, yeah. He does. I know. I told him that. He's like, he said, dude, I don't mind. I mean, he loves oh. that stuff. Speaking oh. of which, I think somebody else asked DSP question here. Do I purchase the two by four HD? Do I need a professional? You can definitely do it yourself. Um, it There's definitely a learning curve. I'm not real great at it. I kind of understand the principle. I've done it myself. Took me a couple of days kind of just watching through the video, playing it and, you know, practicing and stuff. And I got a pretty decent response. But then I had a friend of mine that pretty much he just knows, maybe not inside now, but he knows the procedure of doing that. And he's very familiar with it, like Joe is as well. And I mean, he can just go in there and click and drag and, okay, let's add this house curve. Let's try this. Let's change these settings. And then boom. I'm flat down to five Hertz, you know, which is just crazy. Um, but it, it's going to take you a while, honestly. It'll but be it's a cool service. It's definitely Actually. something. Well, there are guys that do that. I mean, they yeah, charge about yeah. three. Yeah, they charge about 300 bucks. Uh -huh. I've even got a couple guys in my Facebook group that um, that's just what they do. You know, they'll log into your computer and pretty much they're just looking at your computer. Find your porn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sure, that's, that's I slid that in there. He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> your stains on your wedding dress." Yeah. Hold on. So these dudes that are—they're charging three hundred bucks to tune right. somebody's system. Jeez, right. let me part it. I want in. I'll do yeah, it for two. Is, I'll do it for two. I'm gonna make a racket on that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, you gotta, Aaron will bring his clipper by. <laughs> no, I'll just log into your computer. You set the mic up, and I mean, I, I'm oh. not telling you it's gonna sound better, but I can play around with it. But see, I'm that's balling, bro. You should have said. You should have said three hundred is cheap. You know? Do you, do you know who I am? I'm Aaron, I <laughs> yeah, got this channel. Right. Did you see Aaron. who I had on recently? Yeah, like, don't, you know, corner. don't you know? Don't you know who I think I am? So they're gonna spend anywhere between probably two and a half minimum to four mm -hmm. hours doing it. So, yeah, uh, I've yeah, done I, a lot I, of I remote would, tunes on car stereos, but that's for sure. Yeah, no. So Rockerts asks, uh, why not claim your in-ceiling Atmos speakers are actually oil 3 layout? And Mike has actually tried that, and you weren't impressed, were you? Yeah, I mean, and like I said, it's been a while since I've done that, and pretty much everything in my system has changed probably since I did that. So I just put it back to Atmos because that's what I have. I've got an Atmos set up, and um, sounds great that way. So I really haven't dove well, back into Oro 3D. And you, you really need to. And I would imagine anytime you switch that configuration, you're probably going to have to. One, here's one thing I thought about is configure it for Oro 3D and set that as like preset two mm -hmm. on the Marantz. Yeah. Mm. Then I could set yeah. preset yeah. one as a Dolby Atmos. And then I could literally really easily go now, back and forth. I, wouldn't I need to run Odyssey after you change that um, calibration? No, so. no, preset huh? one, you'll run Odyssey. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not that, but I mean, from the configuration <laughs> from foreign ceilings to, to I don't the believe high would, yeah. it, in different presets, you, you, in the, you're talking about the Ampersign screen? Yes. So when yeah, I do that, so that, I, that'll be totally different. It can be totally different for each preset. Oh, right. wait, right. wait, hold well, on a second. Does it, so when you change is, the app, does it, if, does it require you to rerun Odyssey? I think is the question, right? Okay. Now again. No, it's it saves that onto it saves your Odyssey onto that onto yeah, that so, preset with yeah, whatever ampersign uh, config that you're running. Mm -hmm. So yes, you so yes, in theory you can d definitely do that. But my question is, I would think that you would 
let's say right now I've got it all set up for Atmos. Uh-huh. I'll go into Ampasign, I change it to the height channels so that I can ha- now be able to utilize Oro 3D. I would think you would need to run Odyssey again with that configuration. So, so you do it the once, right? You do it the once. You run your Odyssey on preset one for Atmos. You switch mm-hmm. it up. You switch everything. And then you switch to preset two, run mm-hmm. Odyssey there. It'll save two different. Yeah, it'll, it'll save. run Odyssey mm-hmm. for that configuration. For sure. That's what for I was sure. wanting to make sure. Okay. There goes another 40, 50 minutes. Yeah. Why? Because, you know, when you have that many speakers, you don't realize how long oh, it yeah, takes to run minutes. Odyssey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, w- I wish they would just speed it up. Like the even the <laughs> delay in between is like, come on, man. Oh, Cal- it, you calculate know. faster. Sometimes it takes a while just to calculate. It's like, yep. hang on while we can or while we're calculating. Yeah, you can't hit next yet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Still like, processing the whole fun. thing. Uh, so you know, to answer this question, uh, you know, why not just claim your ceiling speakers? And, and that's just I in think, the AVR, I think, is what he's saying, right? Yeah, like the configuration. Yeah, what that? Not again. I don't. I'd have to go back to it now that I can do, you know, the individual and I mm. definitely didn't run Odyssey after I did that. It was just like mm. I switched it and I'm like, okay, I mean, it's all right. But what well, Wilfried like, oh, was wow. saying is that uh, it needs to be kind of like not so, not so high above you because you start losing the, the connection between what's happening on the horizontal plane uh, versus what they recommend of 30 degrees, you can still hear what's going on. There's still a connection between horizontal yeah, a, and up. It's an entirely and so that's why different it, configuration. If you really stop and think about it, mm-hmm. you know, if you have four in ceiling speakers versus height speakers, which were are lower, that's kind of like, if you think about it, like on that dome picture that they show on their website, you've got this bed layer at, at the bottom then you kind of got like this mid layer, that's your height speakers. And then you got the voice of God as that top speaker. So that's a totally different setup than just having bottom and top. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Chris Windham, thank you for the super chat. Talk me out of JBL L100 or KLH I, Model 5 for old school listening setup. Why? Why do we need to talk you out of it, bro? Yeah, Go for it. Fine, both, yeah. Man. Go for yeah. it. And yeah. throw, in, throw in the... Uh, Wharfdale, Denton, eighty fifth too. The the like yeah yeah the like Throw those in there in the mix too. Just have fun. Get them man. all. Just have fun. <laughs> See which one you like the best. I think they look yeah. awesome. By the way, actually, that's not a bad idea. Like, get all the ones you can from something like Crutchfield. Oh, yeah, something like Crutchfield, and then you can return them. Yeah, I reminded myself as soon as I said that. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, I gotta I gotta email those guys. Um, anyway. That's what I, I would love do. that old school, like for a two channel setup. That's awesome. Like get yourself an old neat. school Marantz or something. Yeah. I think it's kind of neat. I, I like, like the, the clip stuff. A lot of people like them just because of the, the look and the, I guess the feeling that it gives you. Cause it's old. They don't sound great, but yeah. that's not your bag. Then whatever. Oh, you're yeah. talking about the, um, heritage, the, the clips heresy fours, the ones I've actually, Oh dude, they, because you need a tube amp with those, bro. Yeah. No, you just, you those ones back there. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. We're supposed to talk you out of it, aren't we? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're supposed to talk get them. They're terrible. All of them. Anything that's terrible. older than anything that's older than I don't know. Just don't get them. There. Okay. Are there, we done? Older than, if it's older than Aaron, <laughs> leave it alone. If it's yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, I mean that's that means um, you can mess with me. 
Wait, let's see. this is weird. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know yeah. what that means. Either. Yeah, I'm out of here. yeah. Let's get to the next subject. <laughs> oh <laughs> me! Hey, actually, I do have a question about. Um, you guys are talking about those height speakers. So, yeah. uh, the one difference you have when you put a speaker in a wall, and we'll pick that up maybe next week because we're not going to have time. But the right. one thing you have when you put a speaker in a wall is you don't have reflections off like at least one boundary source is taken care of. Right. right but I, right, what right. I'm wondering about is like when you put a height speaker up, did he give any kind of guidance as to the directivity of the speaker? Like, does it be, does it need to be narrow? Does it need to be wide? Is our reflections good? So if you place it up high next to the ceiling, like I just, I'm curious how that plays into it. Is it, is it the typical speaker, you know, system where you put it wherever and you just hope for the best, or do you really get better results if you only put it like, at 30 degrees and you try to keep it away from another wall or something like that. I'm curious if you ever touched on that. I'm guessing he probably didn't, but. Mm, I think I, I teased them a little bit. Like when, you know, that photo that we were looking at, I'm like the tweeters really close to the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, we talked about a ton of stuff, so it's hard to remember all of it. Yeah. Okay. But um, I think, I think he would probably say, of course, you know, the better the speaker you have up there, directivity wise of course it's going to be better overall yeah you, know, you can't you can't undo some of the issues like chana and i were talking about you know yeah uh the svs how if you're underneath a tweeter you know you you can't undo some of the physical stuff that's happening there well i guess um, the better question for me then would be do we know what kind of range that those channels cover uh, is it full like 20 to 20 no typically mm -hmm. 120 is the lowest yeah. Like okay. A lot of those yeah, would go low frequencies most of the time. And then and then yeah. highs like most differential real fill with Dolby PL2 is like five to six K or something like that. General that's general uh -huh. guidance. These are so I'm curious. It goes okay. to twenty. Yeah. Okay. Like if you look at say for instance, like the SVS prime elevation, they're gonna be up to uh, twenty hertz kilohertz. Okay. Maybe. All right. Yeah, that's just interesting yeah. stuff. That you know, like you may not think about when you're going to install it, but then you look at it and you're like well, does it need it? Like, is that going to be bad or is that actually going to help yeah, like, because I, the way that the sound is supposed to be generated? What's interesting is that um, with the Anthem, and I literally just keep that thing around just to take measurements because it'll take measurements from my seating position. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, for up there, there's a boost from 5K to 10K um, on all of those SVS high channels. It's big. Well, I, I would say... What did you? What do you think, Joe? Like two to three dB boost? You saw the graphs, uh, yeah. something like that. Um, they aren't in the, um, they aren't in the focals, but, mm -hmm. um, but it's just something that was there because Joe had the measurements of the, the he he did a near field measurement of the same speaker of the SVS, and it's still there. That little boost is there, but it's like it seems higher on, um, you know, when it's that close to the ceiling. Mm -hmm. So you'd be proud you know, of Shauna. You'd be proud of him. He did some measurements uh -oh. and uh, he checked out the SVS and the, the uh -oh. focal. And then he, here's the crazy thing, right? So I showed him how to do a moving mic measurement, which kind of gives you the predicted in room. Yeah. It's most, most similar to that is what I found. Right. right. And he overlaid it. So we overlaid it over his um, measurement in his listening position with Anthem. And it was like, so it was it, like it, following the, following the thing. Like, yeah, almost perfectly. Like, See? See, it works. Yep. Yep. Science there you go. works. You Science didn't give him works. one of those shirts. You didn't give him one of I, your shirts, though. I know. I'll get you, you one, Chana. Which one yeah. had a better frequency response? Uh oh. Which one like better? Which one has the one a better? That better? Um, the Focal. And nah. that was only 
only due to the fact that the tweeter is above the woofer. Because when you mount the SVS, the woofer is now above the tweeter. Above, right, correct. Right. So it's closer to the ceiling. Yeah. So having I would that, argue I would argue there's some some pros and cons to each. Yes. Because I, I remember mean, the, the base the, was a little bit better on the other one, right? So yes. Ported versus sealed. But um in my situation, I needed steeper angles. Remember, Mike, you looked at you looked at the SVS and you're like, that's like hitting your back wall. Yeah. Right. The angle right. that it was at. So now I can all four all five speakers need a different right. angle in my oh, okay. in my house because the roof is slanted. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Right, so like the bottom one in the front needs this angle, but but it's on the beam, and the beam is like two feet higher, so that needs a different angle. And that's right, right. You, you can't really get your rear surrounds behind you. No, right? my rear surrounds They're are on the sides, the side. and then my my heights, my rear heights are also on the sides because yeah. of because of the space. Sure. So um, that makes it a little different too. So in me, for me, in my space, um, it sounds better because I can actually direct the sound. Yeah. You know, but two, how about a how how about the new anthem uh, curve that you found? Oh yeah, I, and the, the house curve is totally different too. Yeah, they changed up the house curve, so I'm like, you can't even compare these two because yeah. your old setup right was using a different uh, target a different curve. house curve. Yeah, different target curve. So I'd have to reinstall one of the SVS speakers <laughs> and run it all over again. I really just not looking forward to doing that. Did I use pink noise or sweeps to tune your car? I used. Um, Pink noise because they use moving mic to try to get a spatial average. Um, yeah, and it allows me to do stuff in real time to see what change my changes and what that's doing specifically. Um, anything else from We're, Eddie? Yeah. Um, does anyone have uh, anyone have an experience with upmixing streaming movies in order three D format? How was it? How was it improved, Joe? Uh, everything. Everything sounds better. Everything to me sounds better. <laughs> or, it's the blanket yeah. statement. There you go. For good. Real. I'm not Two even thumbs joking. Up. Like, Joe's on the payroll for Oral yeah. 3D. I wish. What's up? <laughs> he looks like a baller over there. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Sponsor that's my what, channel. Let's go. No. Um. You know, I'm I'm doing like I feel like it's almost rude. I'm I'm playing, and Croson knows this, right? I'm playing Atmos demos, right? Atmos demos, native Atmos demos, uh, up mixing them with Oro, and it's sounding better than the native, like, than when I have it in Atmos. So, like, what else can you say? So, how you much is saying? it? How much? Here's a here's a big old question. Sure. Sub subjectivity. How much is that is in your head because you know what you're listening to? Um, how much is? Well, I could. E I think I would be easily uh, able to tell which one was which because I know honestly, what to listen you, for. You, you kind, you kind of are, yeah. You, you, yeah, you I know, know what to look for. Um, I'm so doing I, a blind, I, a blind AB, right? Yeah. yeah, just hypothetical. It's not, yeah. it's not a matter of whether I can tell. Let's just put it that way. I would be able to tell which one is which. It, I think the subjectivity would come in where it's like, which one do you like better? Hmm. Right. You know, because yeah. at most would be more should, precise. I would sound, say it should sound different, but like yeah, like the helicopter one. Let's say at most sounds more precise like the helicopters over here and then over here and over here and over here and over. but it sounds small right mm -hmm. versus with uh with oro the helicopter is not as precise but it sounds bigger gotcha like the size that you'd expect there, the helicopter like, to be like so said, he's using a lot more on reflections almost like reverb yeah but you know what i 
you know, so he doesn't say exactly what he's doing, but I think right. that the reflections that he's using is calculated from the source content. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, like, um, well, I don't know exactly how he's doing it. I, I I'm uh, only yeah. guessing, but yeah, I mean, but, he said he said he spent seven years on the algorithm for the upmixer. So wow. that's that's a lot of time. And like somebody else said, uh, like they just you know put what's in the ear the ear level speakers up in the high channels, and that's not exactly. Mm -hmm. you know, even he said it's a bit more complicated than that. Let, let's <laughs> just say I like would this. imagine. Yeah. Here's my guess. Here's my guess. Uh, Aaron, you've used uh, Isotope, right? Have yeah. you? Have you ever used the thing where the D reverb where it takes out the reverb? Uh -uh. No. So like, like right now, my room has a little bit of echo, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's able to kind of extract out the dry signal, the direct, and yeah. then it can hear like, all right, the rest, it, it kind of learns right, and figures out what is reflected. Right. I think it can kind of do that. I think it's kind of do that, doing that, but opposite. So it's saying, all right, well, here's the reverb reverb from the original source. Now calculating that, how should I put these into the high channels? Mm -hmm. So interesting. I, don't know. I think it's it's doing some smart stuff. It's not just a a gimmick like we were saying last yeah. time. I would like to know more, but I'm sure he's not able to say all the a stuff that trade he, he's done. Yeah, I would imagine the secret sauce, man. Stays probably in figuring the out probably figuring out like the angle that the sound is coming in and all that stuff for real, because that's how some of them work. You know, they can determine not just Left or right, I mean, they can actually mm -hmm. determine if the angle is coming in at 22 degrees or something. I don't know how they do it. That's just how it's been explained to me. And then they can extract it and send it to uh, specialized channels for that kind of thing. So I'm sure his does something along those lines. I couldn't yeah. imagine the math behind it, though. And he's a sharp guy. So if it took him mm -hmm. seven years, that's different than me saying it took me seven years. Like, it would take a sharp guy three years to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so. I was doing tests where it would. I would do like stuff where... I have the same recording that's a native Oro uh, mm -hmm. content and then stuff that was like down mixed to stereo, right? From Oro's, like same demos. And I would try to figure out, is it smart enough to sound like the Oro mix? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, the, it, does it sound like the native one? Right. Like, and uh, for the most part, it's not as good, right? The native one is more accurate, but it still does like, it still gets pretty close. Huh. So I don't know how he's doing it. Um, what's the question here? Here, Denon 6700H with Odyssey and Oro 3D versus NAD T778 with Dirac without Oro 3D. Same price here in Europe. What's since you have the NAD? What do you think? <laughs> look at your face? He's like, I don't know how to answer that. No, you're uh, gonna go with Dirac. That is so tough. I even put up a poll asking that, and most people, I think, let's see, what did they say? You. Most people said, hold on a second. Let's see where we're at with this. Community. What do they say? That's you. Um, so testing out Oral 3D on the Denon X4700H. Is Oral upmixing worth giving up Dirac on the NED? Out of 221 votes, 56% said Oro 3D is worth it. 44% said Dirac is worth it. So if you had to choose between the two, that's what it's showing. Um, my opinion, dang. You like Dirac, though. Oh, you like them man. Too. So I like them makes, both. I, I like them both. Oh, go audio control like I'm doing. Go there audio control go. or HTP1 and just be done with it. Yeah. 
Cry yeah. one, buy once, cry once, right? Is that? I, I can't say. I can't. Yeah. You know what? I think it HTC comes down to if you like. Um, dang, I don't know. Wait, the HTC then, one doesn't have the Oro 3D, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I can't remember. It does. Ah, okay. It, well, supposedly it does. It says it on the website. Supposedly and then, it does. And then Nikos, you're also in Europe too, so you know you have more access to native Oro movies. Um, so that's always a, a plus. For that, um, somebody, the, the person that was asking about um, oral oh, upmixing yeah. on um, streaming content, dude, I've been, I've been using the oral upmixer on just five point one, whatever is coming off the Direct TV, whatever uh, uh, reality show my wife is watching, it's it's oral upmixed. Why? I don't, because <laughs> it's just yeah, I'm using all, it. <laughs> that's awesome. There it is, oral. Yeah, HTP one. Yeah. yeah, that's HCP one. Oh, that's four thousand. That's it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let me just uh, uh, sell a kidney or two real fast. Yeah, I'll, I'll be able to let you buy it for like thirty-five, though. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, got me a good deal. Oh, I think you mean somebody else would hook us up for about thirty-seven eighty. Oh gosh, <laughs> that was uh, some random I, number. I, I'm still, <laughs> I know like, who you're talking about. about. Open box the cheaper than shop, that, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. That was. I don't think that I've emailed. Them. I don't think I've emailed them again. It was crazy. That's funny. That's funny. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm reviewing something. I'm like, I want to buy this. I really want it. You know, can you hook me up? And they're like, yeah, like they gave me eleven dollars off. Yep. Uh, you don't speak I'll, on that. Yeah. Yep. I'll buy it from somebody else. No, That's actually, funny. I ended up buying it from them. Yeah. Because it was it was still cheaper, but I'm like, really? Eleven dollars off? What's the same thing? Guys, HTP one and thirteen point two Cali Audio. Ooh, that would be a cool setup, huh? What? And HTP one, and then instead of getting power amps, just using like Cali mm. Audio all around. I I don't I don't think you can go wrong with that. That'd be pretty slick. I would support that. You just gotta have power everywhere though, huh? Yeah, that yeah. would get old fast. Yeah, just, you, have you would have to. You would have to have a contractor come in, like, yeah, yeah. you'd have to get, <laughs> you'd have to get it signed off everywhere. Like, you'd have to get an electrician come in, sign everything off, or get the city to sign everything off. That'd get old fast. Or I could see running electrical, like extension cords on the ceiling, and then yeah. on the and walls, just have like a channel the, of electrical cords. And the problem is RCA cables, which you'd have to probably run RCA or XLR. XLR. Yeah, yeah that would, you know, that's going to get expensive. Don, you're right. That's what I was thinking about because I remember asking Hobie and he's like, he just didn't see the value in it. So he didn't want to spend the right. extra money getting the license. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. IMAX enhanced. Yeah. I've, I've never been on the IMAX enhanced bandwagon. I just, now that's one where you need to have like, you know, native stuff. It's not an up mixer. Correct. Right. It has to be. Yeah. And there's only a few movies like um duh, Jumanji Welcome to No no Jumanji the Next Level and um Bad Boys for Life. Those are good movies for that kind of thing, for sure. But there's not a whole lot. Like they were supposed to come out with Bumblebee and Spider-Man Homecoming, which would have been awesome. If they came out with a Spider-Man Homecoming in IMAX Enhanced, then I would have had it for Oro Native, Atmos Native, and IMAX Enhanced Native, but they still haven't. So um it's just silly. Silly. No, no, blue. Hey, I like the idea, Kanga. I like the idea of of doing monitor speakers, especially the Cali stuff. Man, I don't see anything wrong with it. The only thing that I would run into is you couldn't. There's only so loud that those things will go. So if you're sitting really far away from them, then they just won't do it. I mean, I, I tested. I showed they have a built-in limiter. 
Well, um, he'd probably cross them over. Right? He'd probably cross yeah, them over. Well, so the built-in limiter, uh, no, the built-in limiter is higher than that. I want to say it's closer to like a hundred or two hundred. Yeah. Really. Yep. Yeah, but I mean that it's loud. It's plenty loud enough for near, near to midfield. But I'm talking like if you're like four meters or so, if you're like twelve feet feet or more out, then mm-hmm. yeah, that limiter is going to be a problem. Do you think the limiter? I think is relates to the question I asked you earlier, though. If you're cutting off, uh, if you're running a high pass, would it still hit that limiter? Like, or how does that work? Well, does so the limiter. Their limiter yeah. Well, their limiter is like it's built in so like any signal you feed it it's still going to kick in i believe it i don't i don't think it has anything to do with um it recognizing a frequency i think it just has to do with like an input voltage uh, relative to the gain knob mm-hmm. if that makes sense here i'll throw this up here real fast just so you what i'm talking about okay that's it if that even shows up right no let me do that yeah so uh, basically, all this is saying is that at 86 dB and 96 dB, there's pretty much no change to the response of the speaker. But then if you try to push it somewhere between 96 and 102, between the blue and the purple, you can see that purple line starts to fall off. Mm-hmm. And it definitely makes it like it's basically saying, no, I'm not going to feed this thing any bass at this high of output because I don't want you guys to blow it. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying at far distances and at high volume, then mm-hmm. then you might start to run into it. And that would be my only concern about doing something like that. But yeah. If you're if you're not sitting super close or if you're not sitting really far away, then probably not an issue. I'll do a test for you, Kanga. Don't worry. I have the IN fives here, and so I'll I'll cut off like sixty hertz and below and see if I could play it louder without it limiting. You know, I'll message message me. I'll figure that out. The IN fives do it too. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm wondering if you do cut off sixty hertz or eighty hertz and below. Will it allow me to play it louder? I'm not sure. Oh, no, it won't matter. Because I asked them that that live chat they did with the Hi-Fi Summit. I said, if yeah. you pair it with a subwoofer, because they were talking about their subwoofer. Yeah. And I said, if you pair it with a subwoofer, does that change anything? And they said, no, the limiter still is the limiter. Hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. There's no way to, as far as I know, to bypass it. All right. Yeah. Um, stop the FOMO. Thank you for the support. Is it too late to drop some spare change in the tip jar? Nice. Uh, Joe, it's time to start a GoFundMy Oro 3D addiction. Yes. There you go. That's about right. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you again. What else we got, man? We're almost uh, we're up. You know, um, you know what's funny with the Cali audio presentation? Yeah. Is that they use all the names of these towns that are right near me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the LP six or LP five is Lone Pine. Um, right. IN is Independence, and then there's um, and then there's Bishop, and then there's Mammoth. That's where I live. Um, but what's funny is um, about thirty minutes north of here is well, I guess about forty five minutes north of here is a town called Bodie, right? And in the eighteen hundreds, it was a big, big like wild, wild west town. Like the headlines from 1886 are like, you know, Wells Fargo stagecoach gets robbed and like all this stuff. And there's like, there were like gunfights and people get killed in the streets in this town. Right. And um, there was a big fire and they call it a ghost town because there was a big fire and everybody just left. They left everything and left. So if you go to Bodie right now, there are pills in the jars at the pharmacy, like from the 1800s. It's very, very crazy. Anyway. A lot of these outlaws settled in these areas. So Independence, Lone Pine, and Bishop and all this. 
So these are all old school outlaw people. And I, you know, I DJ at Convict Lake Resort because over at this big lake, there was a huge shootout with all these convicts and the law, the law officers at the time back in the 1800s. It's pretty crazy. So, um, for them to like start using these names as the products, it's really weird to me knowing the history <laughs> of these towns that 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 I live at. So it's crazy. A, a little side note for you guys there. Um, yeah, I sent but, uh, I sent uh, I sent them an email about the Lone Pond one. It was a serious question. I said, "Was this named after like Back to the Future?" Because you know, in Back to the Future, oh, the mall, the mall. Yeah, it starts yeah. off as Twin Ponds and then it goes to Lone Pond at the end. And then he basically was like, no, you're an idiot. It's named after this town. And I was like, well, that's a sucky answer. Like, it would have been a lot cooler if you just said yes. Somebody, anyway. who's the one who told me? I think it was Michael who told me that that's why somebody, one of you guys no. told me. I was like, yeah. what? Was it? Man, that's crazy. I, I just, no, I actually, I do remember. It was Ron. It was way Ron? back. In oh, the, yeah. yeah. Ron mentioned it. Is when yeah. we pulled it up. Twin mm. pine. I'm like, oh, we man, actually pulled up like a screenshot of the video or something. It showed like two pines and then the car yeah. went over it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was. Killed it was, my uh, pawns, and then he shot at him with a shotgun, blew his mailbox off. I thought it was Aaron. They, it's kind of similar. <laughs> <laughs> Look at oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. I don't want. I can't. Put the knife away. Put the knife away for me to poop on. Uh, all right, all right. Just shake. All right, guys. Um, the Patreon link is up. If you guys want to join the after show. Uh, go to patreon.com slash daily high fi and we will be there in just a few minutes. Uh, we want to thank everybody for hanging out. Um, you guys are awesome for being here with us. Uh, we love you for that. And um, if you aren't a patron, we will see you next week. But if you want to go to the after show, um, you know, patreon.com slash daily high fi and we will see you there. So uh, on behalf of myself, Aaron, Mike, and Joe, we will see you guys next week. See you guys. Later.